like, no, you never cut your hair. No. No, our moms don't like when our, we cut our hair short also. Did I tell you what happened where I was talking to my mom about getting a prophylactic mastectomy and what she said to me? What she said? Okay, so oh, background. If you were, if you didn't mean to have your boobs, you would, you would have been born a boy. No. <laughs> I'm okay, just guessing. So, <laughs> no, so background here is that my best friend, you know, had is yeah. going through breast cancer right. treatment. She was right. diagnosed at 37. Two of my mom's sisters had breast cancer, and one of my mom's brothers mm-hmm. had pancreatic cancer. And they say that pancreatic cancer and breast cancer actually have similar gene mutations. So there's like a link there genetically. So anyway, I started to look into doing genetic testing and through my doctor and my gynecologist and all this stuff. So I'm doing all this genetic testing and I told my mom that if I get come back with, you know, the genetic mutation that brings me, that raises already, I already have a high risk of breast cancer because of all the family history, but also raises it if I have that particular mutation, I'm going to get a prophylactic mastectomy. (laughs) She said to me. I'm going to say it in Urdu and then I'm going to translate it. She said, Urdu have more effect on me. She said, Tum transition, you <laughs> Which means, are you transitioning? <laughs> the fact that your mom knows that word and what it means. Oh my God. Tum transition, you And it was so funny because it was like after she had just had like a procedure on her knee. So I think she was like still on some drugs. It's just like so funny. I was like, no. And she was like, what about your womanhood? I was like, pretty sure that doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> but can I just, can I just, because I am such a stickler yeah. and I come from this background, so I need to yes. correct you and on some, some things that you just sure. said. Yeah. There's only 3% of the population that actually carries that BRCA gene. Yes. So even if um, there's only, and that's, uh, Three percent of breast cancers have BRCA yeah. gene mutation. Yes. So um, most of it, nobody knows. So even though you, there is a general knowledge that if cancer is prevalent in your family, then you would have a predisposition to cancer. There is no other than that three percent, which only makes you a little more, pre- yeah. uh, you know, um, yeah, yeah uh, predisposed to cancer. Really, there is no other genetic background for breast cancer. So breast cancer can be due to environmental issues, which is correlation with stress. It's correlation with, uh, and, but all of those correlations are poor too. So really anybody who gets breast cancer, you could have been the most healthiest living the best life and you could still get it. So never, ever, ever think that you did something wrong. You didn't get, absolutely you know, checked up. And yes, if you check, do your checkups early, you can catch it earlier and there are more medications available to treat it then. But that doesn't mean you're going to cure all of it. either. So mammogram is not a cure. Early detection is just that it's just early detection. And so that is something that is a pet peeve of mine, because a lot of breast cancer patients think that they didn't do something and that's why no. yeah. they're getting it, right? So they didn't eat healthy or they didn't lose mm-hmm. weight and there's no, there's literally till date, the BRCA gene is the only one that has some correlation and it's only 3% of the time. Yeah. And yeah. it's not 97% of the time, we still don't know what causes breast cancer. So to talk about, hey, if you do a mammogram and if you prevent, um, you know, you can prevent breast cancer, it's not, you cannot. 
what you can do is treat breast cancer, but not prevent because prevention means that you know what causes it. So you, if you avoid it or if you treat, if you take precautions, you can p- prevent it. There's really no prevention of breast cancer. So be aware of it. I know October is coming up and that's Breast Cancer Awareness Day. And I have done a lot of work in that space as well as activism and nonprofit work. So I can tell you none of those statements are true. So yeah. Yeah. Make so, sure of that. So what, the, I know you wanted to test it, but yeah. yes. Well, we're also testing for a whole bunch of other stuff too. Like it's right. like a full panel of all kinds of uh, testing that we're doing of all kinds of genius. Mm-hmm. But also the counselor I spoke to was like very clear. She was like, 80 to 90% of cancers happen for reasons we don't know. Could be environmental, yeah. could be anything. And sometimes cancer just happens. I mean, I know this, of course, like I went through everything we went through with Aiden. Like I was like mm-hmm. that, you know, obviously those thoughts like cross your mind of like, did I not right. do this? Did I feed him something? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, he's three and a half. Like there's literally no control over it. Babies are yeah. born with it. It's fine, yeah. you know? Um, but anyway, it was just funny that my mom was worried that I was transitioning. <laughs> And I was yeah. like, no, I just Which want is, new boobs. Speaking of transition, that's a good transition into Roni because both our experiences with our moms, it literally, yes. that's how we lead our lives. Now that my mom is here with me, my life revolves around making sure that I don't upset her. Yes. Or I don't cross cross any yes. lines. And it's not that she gets mad at me or she gets, you know, she's 80-year-old, tiny little frail little woman, but I just don't want her to be unhappy. I don't want to yes. be upset. I don't want her to feel like she she needs to adjust to me. I'm like bending over backwards to adjust to her, which tells so much about how I've been raised. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so I obviously wasn't here last week. I was on vacation. So I didn't I didn't talk about last week's episode. And we're not going to go into detail about last week's episode. But last week they made wreaths and Aaron bitched. And this week they went to Anguilla and Cy and Bryn bitched. And that's kind of like a high level of what happened. But so we'll just talk about like the different things that are happening between these two episodes. But we'll talk about Jessel first because she is so good. She's so fun to watch. She's so I'm- funny. And and for the first time, if I may say so, I'm seeing a, a real life Desi husband and wife relationship that yes. the internet doesn't seem to understand they at all. They don't get it. They, they don't, don't get, get it. it. They don't get how <laughs> our lives are revolve around sarcastic humor and pushing yeah. each other's buttons for fun. <laughs> she says in the confessional, she says, this dodo head. I was like, yes, that is like, That's- I literally, I text with my cousin all the time. My cousin's about to probably get engaged. Yeah. And she's like, Ugh, I haven't seen this idiot in a month. Like, but she means that lovingly. Like, I'll, yeah. I'll be like this dummy over here did this really nice thing for me. But I'm talking about We do that husband. openly in front of other people. Yes, of course. That in our community, in our groups, we understand that you don't really are not insulting your husband. You're not treating him badly. He's saying the same shit about you too. And you're both <laughs> like showing You're both like saying fuck you to each other all the time. And it's out of love and fun. Not really. We are not taking each other seriously and we are not walking on eggshells. That's what it's actually a safe environment because you're not walking on eggshells and you're just speaking your mind. And I don't think the internet quite gets that humor. And it's so funny for me to watch people going off and say, Jessel is so mean. Pavit is not going to be with her. No, Pavit is going nowhere. 
Jessel is going nowhere. This is a very comfortable relationship where they can call each other idiots and get it and just laugh it off. They are I, they're going to grow old together. If Jessel it. was afraid of telling her mom about IVF because she knew that that would cause her mom discomfort and she would be upset or she would worry about her. Jessel is never leaving Pavit because that would just kill her mom. So she's never going to do that. <laughs> also, and also, neither is Pavit. Pavit is happy with this. He's not going to be taking care of those kids. He's going to Vietnam. Also, I think that there's something really important to know about Jessel, which is that like everyone's like, oh, she has no filter and she's so unaware, blah, blah, blah. I think that actually Jessel, she compartmentalizes all of her awareness for her relationship with her parents. That is one place where she is like hyper aware of like what she says and how she behaves and what they know and how they feel. And like, and in her professional life, that's something we do too. Yes. In our professional lives where we are actually making money and where we are, you know, you, you have to uphold a kind of reputation, reputation, we daisies and daisy women in particular are super nice and super behaved, right? So when yeah. we are in front of our husbands, we just let go. The mask is off. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So when she said, when she says, she's like, "I'm going on vacation to hang out with my friends. You're going to hang out with a sandwich." <laughs> <laughs> That's so beautiful. I, I don't know why that is not funny. And they're like, oh, Jessel read him. I'm like, no, this is funny. Pavit is it's laughing hilarious. his ass off. He loves her for that line. He's going to yes. come back. He's, he's now working on his comeback that is going to make her laugh. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I love that he's just so ridiculous. He's like, I love being on planes for 16 hours. I'm going to go there, eat a sandwich. And also what I loved is I've got this ticket that I have to right? do. <laughs> <laughs> you should have started there, Puppet. Yeah, I totally get it. He has this ticket. It's going to expire. He needs to use it. And he cannot let a deal go. Right? That's like written into our DNA. We cannot go. And then, you know, and that's the reason he gives his wife, who totally understands it, except for the fact that if you're going there, at least stay a couple of days because it doesn't make sense to go and have a sandwich and come back. Yes. She, like, he gives it as a very reasonable reason to his wife. Also, when Jessel is talking to her mom about IVF and how emotional it was and everything, she's like, we spent all this money and all these things. At the end, she said, I mean, we did get two for a price of one, so it was kind of a bargain. I was and, like, the mom, is- and the mom nods and has a sip of tea. I was like, oh my God, I'm dying. I was like, this is so accurate. This is so accurate. Like this is this is how you cushion these conversations, right? <laughs> it's a good deal. Yeah. But look, I got a really good deal out of it. Listen. Listen, paisa vasul is a terminology in Indian language, okay? In Urdu and Hindi. Yeah. It literally means money's worth. Yeah. Men- money and well spent. Money well spent or that money's worth, right? Yes. Worth, worth the money and worth the stuff. That is a principle of life that we live <laughs> on. <laughs> I think there's no Indian who'll just walk in and buy something at face value. No. We're going to look for deals. Mm-mm. How long does it take you to buy a simple water bottle? 
you go through Amazon and you look at all of the different water bottles. <laughs> you don't just go and say, this is the brand I want. This is what I get. I'm clicking. No. And then yeah. you look at Target to see if the well is the same, if the cost is cheaper there or Walmart before you yeah. buy it. When I'm buying my kids' school products, I have Staples, yeah. Target, mm-hmm. and Amazon open in tabs, and I'm comparing the prices. Mm-hmm. Because it, it's a lot of money, but the satisfaction you get of getting the good deal <laughs> is a high that we chase all our lives. Max, I've only ever saved about $7 doing this exercise, but that's $7. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's $7 I'm going to spend on what's one you, bagel and a coffee. Yeah, what's your, what's your favorite scenario in your daily life that you know you've worked it out and you know this is the cheapest thing and you will go and do this okay i don't have a daily life one but Uh you know i think that there's this thing that's recently been trending called uh girl math for money and Uh girl math is stuff like if i use my credit card to pay for a meal with mm-hmm. all my friends and then they all Venmo me money and then I have money in my Venmo. Well, mm-hmm. that money in my Venmo is now free money because I've already – I'm obviously going to pay my credit card off. I already budgeted to pay that credit card off. Mm-hmm. So now I've just I don't made feel guilty spending the Venmo money. <laughs> now I've got a bunch of Venmo money. So my daily thing is like if I use my Venmo, that is to me, it feels like I, I like won a little prize. Returning – goods that I purchased uh-huh. and watching that money come back into my account is one of the most glorious experiences of my life. I don't. Yes. In uh, Amazon, I don't put it back on my credit card. I put it back on my, my Amazon account. So it's sitting there. It's sitting there. It's free money. It's free money. I've already <laughs> spent it. I've already spent it. Okay. And now I buy a whole bunch of other shit that nobody knows that I bought. Now, because- I did a very bougie thing a couple of years ago. All right. In December 2019, before COVID, I was on my I'm going to travel the world by myself shit, right? And mm-hmm. I went to Barcelona by myself. And yeah. I went to Barcelona. Originally, I was supposed to go out to LA to visit one of my best friends. And mm-hmm. I was like, my God, these tickets are so expensive. The Airbnbs are so expensive. Plus, I have to rent a car. It's like all this stuff. And it was like coming out to be very expensive. The ticket mm-hmm. to Barcelona, super duper cheap, mm-hmm. very cheap. So I was like, I'll go to Barcelona. While I'm in Barcelona, I'm in Europe, I thought to myself, I'm going to buy myself a Chanel bag. <laughs> it's Okay, here's the thing. It's cheaper in I'm Europe. panicking right now. I'm no, sweating. No, no. Listen, you're going to love it. You're sweating because you are an auntie. But I yes. promise this will pay off at the end. Okay. So that will be, be a deal. I, Thank you. Deal. Thank you okay. for that because so I'm first having under boob sweat right I now. Bought, I bought that Chanel bag. It's already compared to U.S. retail versus European retail, $1,400 cheaper. Okay? So already – it's a deal, okay, right? Thank you for saying that. Okay. okay. So, but at this point, my husband is saying to me, hold on. So you saved all that money not going to LA, paying for like $250 to go to Barcelona and stay in a hotel, but then you've spent several thousands of dollars to buy a Chanel mm-hmm. bag. So now your Barcelona trip is actually several thousands of dollars. I said, mm-hmm. ah, 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 wait one mm-hmm. minute. That mm-hmm. Chanel bag since 2019 has increased in value by appreciated. like- Oh, appreciated by like so much, right? Mm -hmm. So I'll just say it because it is what it is. I bought that bag for $3,200, okay? If I Mm -hmm. sell it today, it's $7,000. It's doubled, more than doubled. Oh my God. So frankly speaking, that Barcelona trip was was actually like a business deal. It was an investment. (laughs) 
You can put it on. You can put it on your credit card, on your i, on your tax returns. Doesn't get covered. Put an LLC over there and say that was a dream that came more for business. And that's a business expense yeah. and get some get some deals there too. Get yeah. some returns there too. But okay. But are you now? Because you got did that, now do you have to be careful with it? Because now it's an investment. Do you not use it? Arthi, I've never used it. <laughs> okay, I'm so proud of you right now. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Never <laughs> been used $7,000. Awesome. I took it out of its packaging in late 2020 because I wanted to take pictures of it and put it online and see how much I could get for it then. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point, I could get made $2,000 more. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for that bad boy to be over $10,000 mm-hmm. so that I can sell it and use it to update some part of my house. Mm-hmm. Or yourself. Or, or my tummy tuck. There you go. Yeah, there you go. So actually, the Barcelona trip will one day pay for my tummy tuck. And honestly, that's a great deal. <laughs> that's how it's cool. That's a good that's one. That's cool. Yes. Yeah. I, I shop at the Korean uh, Korean grocery store because I can buy all of the best, all the groceries for $35, $40. Of and in the regular store, it's $140. Of course. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So that's why Indians have Costco membership and a BJ's membership. <laughs> and if you're really sneaky, a Restaurant Depot membership. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Or even if you don't have a membership, you have a friend who has a Restaurant Depot membership who buys for the rest of you and yeah. just announces there's all the stuff. Come and pick up your stuff. And you just go and you have free food. Once every few months, my friend texts us, anybody need chicken breast? Yeah. <laughs> I get eggplant. <laughs> eggplant, mangoes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. All right. Anyway. And then people is, wonder how we say, how we make money. This is how we make this money. This is how we, we make money. Spend. This is how we've been living the American dream. <laughs> my point is, Buffett, go to Vietnam, <laughs> use that ticket, eat that sandwich. What do we care? Yeah, it's a free trip. It's He's going. Trip. He's got nannies and grandparents to watch his monster kids. He's happy. <laughs> Fine. All right. Now let's she's get... just upset that she's not going to Vietnam. That's, That's really what, what she's is. upset. She's about. upset she has to deal with the kids. Yeah, I bet it was a two. It was a, a Pavit and a friend, or a Pavit and a you know, it was two tickets. And now yeah. Pavit is going to enjoy. Bet it's also you know first class, business class, and not coach. Speaking of, let's just get into it. These women have a, not all the women, but Aaron, Bryn, and Sai especially have a lot of beef with Jenna. I think Sai and Bryn specifically have a lot of beef with Jenna. So in the last episode, Sai was like being really weird about Jenna. Like she was like, oh, Jenna never, never opens up to us and never told me that her real name is Judith, but she'll talk to the stranger. When Sai herself has mentioned multiple times, I'm not good with dealing with emotions. Well, if you're not good with dealing with emotions and you're like cold and hard, why are you trying to get Jenna to open up to you? I don't right. understand. She, of all people, should understand how Jenna doesn't want to open up. And that's okay. Jenna is a different age group a different experience level, a different wealth group. She is trying to come down, not 
saying down, but really that's what she's, she's trying to adjust to the younger women, trying to figure out what makes them happy, trying to make sure that she's not in their way. And she's trying to adjust and assimilate because she was the last person to be added on. And she's trying to be there and, you know, make sense that Jenna should be on this. So for all, so they took all the old Roni people off that were Jenna's age or. Yeah. Around Jenna's About age. Jenna's age group. And then they replaced them with younger. And then they brought this older woman in. So now she's feeling, she's the one that's feeling awkward. So she is trying to adjust. And I, I do agree that Jenna should stop saying that she's awkward and should feel more comfortable. <clears throat> I think she is trying to be less Jenna fucking lions. Yeah. And ending up being Jenna fucking lions because she's holding back and not sharing enough. Yeah, but I do think she will open up eventually. I think she's getting there. Um, she had a snarky remark this time around. I think she's going to get there. But when she does get that way, these women are going to be upset that she's now mean. Yeah, so that's they are going to push her, push her, push her, and then when she speaks up, they are going to feel like idiots, and that's going to make them upset again. Yeah, it's the so, other uh, the yeah. other thing was at at Bryn's breakfast or Bryn's wreath making event. Sai went on and on about how Jenna and she, this episode too, Bryn was like coming with Sai and saying how Jenna posts online about all the, all of the gifts she's giving them and how it's all her brand. And so I'm thinking, well, you can do that too. You just don't have a brand. Yes. And technically speaking, technically speaking, Sai's whole brand is Sai. So Sai being on the show Mm-hmm. is actually doing promotion for Sai's brand. Yeah, and if Sai was smart enough, she would be making sure that she was getting the gig of promoting Jenna's stuff. She, yeah. I'm sure if she asked Jenna, Jenna would be like, okay, let's talk to the different companies that I'm working with and see if you can be one of their influencers. Exactly. I'm sure she would have... J- Sai didn't do that. Sai didn't ask for it. Sai just wants Jenna to do that and pay her for it. And I'm like, Sai... Jenna can do that because Jenna has created something. She has products. You, on the other hand, don't have any. You are yes. just a salesperson. Mm-hmm. That's what you're doing. You're selling yes. other people's products. Yeah. So why would you? Why would Jenna not talk about the products that she has co-created? Yeah. That's her art. That's her products that she. That those are her babies. She's going to show that off. Yeah, if Uba can come with her hot sauce to the Hamptons, mm-hmm. why can't Jenna show up to things with yeah. her products? That's the whole point of the show. That's what everybody does. And frankly speaking, Bryn, I don't even know what you do for a living. I have no idea what you do for a living. Right, right. And, and if, she's like, if, yeah. And if, um, if what's her name, if if Jessel gets to have a party showcasing her new company and like the brand, the the client that she has and all of her mm-hmm. contacts, then mm-hmm. why can't Jenna show up with her merch? Who gives a shit? And you the, are, other thing is, the other thing she is gave, that like give you free stuff that was that was highlighting women, Latinx, black women and their businesses that yes. she has promoted and put into uh, a Rockefeller Center and she's revitalizing parts of this is some high level shit that she's doing yeah instead of being part and parcel of it and actually you could have used it to highlight yourself and mm-hmm. be part of it and mm-hmm. contributed to it as a Latin woman Sai, as a black woman Brit. you guys are complaining 
that she's talk, giving you the gifts and talking about it online. She didn't say, I gave this to my to Bryn and Sai. She said, I'm giving this to my friends. Yes, thank which you. Which means anybody in her life. And she's talking about the products and promoting them, which is what her collaboration requires her to do. Yeah. It's like ridiculous because that's the other thing I was going to bring up is that like um, Sai and Bryn are both also reading this like, oh, it's not for free. She's giving us these things and she's not telling us to promote it or post about it, but it feels like the intention is there. It's like I think Jenna is a very straightforward person. Mm -hmm. If Jenna Lyons wanted you to promote that, then she would tell you, I want you to promote it and post about it. I don't think that she's somebody – who got ahead in life by like playing games? Like, yeah. I don't think that she's that and kind she of person. She doesn't need these two to promote it. She no. can promote it. She her can promote it. And it. she does promote it. She promotes yeah. it on her social media. She had a show on HBO. Like, she doesn't need you guys. Like, Sai, she doesn't need your 500,000 followers, which somebody pointed out many are, are bots. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, is like a very common thing. Anybody who yeah. has like a fuck ton of followers, most of them are fake. And they, mm-hmm. there's there's been an entire like Netflix documentary about it. But anyway, my point is that Sai and Bryn, I think, are having a semi a private experience because they feel like Jenna is telling them something that Jenna has not told them. And then they're feeling insecure about what they think Jenna is saying. And it's like, Jenna's not saying anything to you guys. I think that you guys are reading too deeply into it because of your own insecurities. Mm-hmm. Now, with Jenna choosing to fly down first to Tan in peace and get a massage at the Four Seasons, but secondly also because she does not want to fly coach, I don't fucking blame her. I, I Why is Bravo f- flying them coach in the first place? Number one. And if they are... Then Jenna has Jenna Jenna. You guys could have flown business class too. Yeah, you yeah. just chose to go with whatever was offered to you by the by the network. Jenna, on the other hand, said, "Fuck this! I'm going early." And when I'm going early, if I can find a business class, I'm going to take that. Yeah. Also, like Jenna said, I'm too old to be doing this. I don't blame right. her. I at this point in my life, like I have a nice home that I love. I have like, you know, a nice car. I have nice things. I'm able to go on vacations and stuff. But mostly what I work for, like the only thing I work towards is convenience. So that Mm -hmm. means being able to take Ubers when I want to, being Mm -hmm. able to like upgrade my seat if I want to, which Mm -hmm. by the way, I still can't fly first class. I'm still too poor for that. Right. <laughs> I was gonna say, if you, I never don't know gonna... how to do that. No, I've, I've I I've tried all the points. I never have enough points. Yes. I never have enough money. I, I never up, have been able to do. That. I signed up for a United card this year because I've because Newark has a big United hub, mm-hmm. and so it's easy to take flights out of there. There's flights that happen all all day and night long. Like you can always mm-hmm. get a United flight in and out of Newark at like a reasonable price. And so my goal now is to use that United card as much as possible to get to the point where I could eventually be upgraded. And for that, you need a million miles. And I don't mm-hmm. have those million miles. Mm-hmm. I have about 50,000 right now. So we're working on it. But my yeah. point is, I understand at some point in your life, you do things for convenience. I like love my friends. I absolutely adore my friends. But if I'm going to a place to see my friends and I can stay at a hotel, I'm going to stay at a hotel. Like, I'm not going to try to stay. I I, I don't like to share rooms with people. I'm not sharing a room with anyone anymore, like at this day and age, right? Like at this age. And I'm 38. Jenna's in her 50s. She's probably been flying first class or business class 
easily for like 15 years now. You expect her to go fly coach? She's six feet tall. Yeah. Where are you guys going to sit her? Right. In an exit row? Like, come on. Yeah. And they're like, you don't want to spend time with us. Well, she's there to spend time with you. She just yeah. didn't want to fly with you. The two hours. And it's a two-hour flight. Yeah. And they're using that to, like, shame her. They're like, oh, it's only a two- to three-hour flight. Like, what's the big deal, Jenna? Why are you such a diva? And it's like, if it's only a two- to three-hour flight, why are you guys so butthurt that you guys right. didn't immediately see her in the morning? What yeah. is the problem? I think ultimately you brought up a great point. I think this is a casting issue. It's a casting yeah. issue and it's a money issue. 100% yeah. Jenna is probably getting paid more than the rest of the group are. Yes. I and I think that that's that really too. what this There's is There's no way she's being paid the same as everybody else. I don't mm. think she would have signed up for it. Nope. No way. And I don't and I, think I don't think she, uh, she necessarily signed any Bethany uh, clause either. I think because no. it's all colla collabs and not really her own brand, her own business. She talks less about her eyelashes and more about her collabs. So I I think it's like co the collaborations are not touched by Bravo. Mm -hmm. She just mentions her eyelashes and that's it. Yes, and so like I genuinely feel like Jenna's just too smart for them. Like I feel like they're they are butthurt because she's figured out things better than they have, mm -hmm. and they're just like salty about it. Now, right. Aaron, I will say, what a what a shit person. Like, <laughs> oh, she's the worst. Oh, she's the worst. She's. I don't worst. know who she's to compare worst. her to. I feel like I dislike her the way I dislike Heather Gay. Like, she's just the worst. Like, uh -huh. she's never right. Aaron becomes – she starts talking shit about Jenna only to get – in a good place with the other girls because she left that wreath hangout so angrily that she's like, mm -hmm. okay, this will help me. I'll just talk shit about Jenna and then we can all bond and right. now they won't be mad at me and I don't have to be mad at them or whatever. And I don't have to like address the fact that I stormed out of the last event and now I can just like get in on their good side by being shitty to Jenna. Like it's just can like the worst Can we talk a little bit about the stoma storm out? Yeah. I was so – it was so funny that Sai said, yeah, I don't care. I don't care what you think that I left early. I was hungry. I left. Yeah. Sai, yes, you should be. You should have snacks in your ba bag. But also, Sai, I'm okay with you being standing your ground and saying, yeah, don't come for me. Erin didn't know what to do because nobody cared. And yes. then she storms out and no one followed her. Yes. The cameraman man probably was like, shit, I have to follow her. Okay. Yes. It's cold outside. I'm going to go stand. She better do this phone call quick. <laughs> yes. Because I'm not standing here forever. <laughs> I love that. I love that Erin. I think like everybody dislikes Erin at this point. Yes. And so Erin was going to Jenna's house with a soup. I, I doubt she made that soup. I think yeah. she got it from some deli and put it into a Tupperware and took it for Jenna. Yeah. And pretended she got it. <laughs> I don't see her doing all that for people. No. But other than her own folks. But... um. She comes in and gives that soup just so – because she knows she cannot connect to anybody else. Uba has COVID, so she cannot yeah. go to Uba's house. She cannot complain about what happened at the wreath making with anybody else. No one else is going to talk to her. She knows the other three don't care. So the only person that she can enter with and, uh, you know, complain about what happened is Jenna. And Jenna is – poor thing is stuck with all of the work she's gotten done on her teeth. <laughs> Which again is another funny thing. Like you went to the wreath uh, making and then 
during the holidays, you also got your teeth done and then you also are going on a vacation. That's a lot to squeeze in, don't you yes. think? And then you expect to, that person to fly coach? No. Yeah. That's ridiculous. And she totally uses – she uses Jenna's – um information and she presents it in a different way too she doesn't say she was also she also got you know she she also happens to be coming business class she didn't say that i don't want to fly with you all in coach yes but that's how she's like she won't fly coach but she didn't say she won't fly coach she just doesn't prefer to that's yeah. a to- totally she, said she doesn't different... want to fly coach yeah and I feel like that's, that's like a little bit different. And then also yeah. she was such an asshole when Jenna shows up and she's like, for someone who's so self-conscious about yourself, you're really showing a lot of skin. Fuck you, Erin. Yeah. Jenna went out of her way to explain to you all of the shit that she has going on in her body, how self-conscious she feels and all that stuff. And then she's like, nah, 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 nah. like Erin's just she's such a terrible person. Like I, yeah. she's a terrible person. And it's so funny because every single time she complains about Bryn or Jessel or Cy, she's like, none of these people are ready to take any accountability. Aaron, have you ever taken accountability for anything? You're just an asshole. Yeah. You she's still haven't explained why you kept donating after July, uh, January 6th. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank Where's the accountability on that woman? <laughs> Everything that Jen, it's like Trump, right? Yeah. Everything that Erin says, you can flip it and apply it to Erin. Yes, exactly. Everything um, applies to her. She is the worst. And she, when they all pick on Jenna, she has the audacity to ask Jenna if everything's okay. Are, are you, you okay? Are you okay? Like, yeah. No, well, bitch. You're the one, yeah, you're, you're the just, one that started she's all this. sitting there with a smirk on her face, collecting everybody around to tell them this juicy piece of information. Yep. She made yeah. sure the camera was on. She didn't tell them on the trip. She didn't tell them on the flight. She made sure they were all sitting together with the cameras on so she could tell them this juicy bit and get them all riled up. So now they're all friendly back, friendly with her. And now Jenna is the villain. So it's the the focus is off of her. Oh, she's so horrible. I she's awful. So much. And like, I get that Sai is annoying about food, right? But for Aaron to be like, ugh, what is your issue? Do you have a tapeworm? Like, you have a, you should go get that checked out. I think it's so fucking disgusting, like, into the year 2023 for people to be making comments about the way people eat. Like, if somebody doesn't eat a lot or somebody wants a lot more food, like, do I think Sai is annoying for being so picky? Yes. But Aaron making that comment is so fucking rude because, like, there are people who have, like, legitimate digestive issues. There's mm-hmm. people who have legitimate yeah. eating issues. Right. And, like, you, that's your response to when someone says, I went to your party and I couldn't eat any of the food that was there because I have a dietary restriction. And your yeah. response is, do you have a tapeworm? Oh, you should keep a granola bar. Yeah. Um. Okay, like that's not, I'm sorry. Eat a granola bar, eat a dry ass granola bar, but still be there to celebrate me because I am more important than your hunger or your diet or your, your situation. You are not as important as me. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Indirectly, that's what Erin is saying that all of your attention has to be on me. I'm the most important thing here. You need to be paying attention to me and nobody else, not even yourself. Yeah, I think Erin also has that issue where she thinks that she's far more important than she actually is. Like mm-hmm. she brought up a thing that, that like I think she got it from her dad. Yes, yes. <laughs> I think she got it from her parents. Like yeah. she grew up with a silver spoon in her mouth, and as a result, she's just like the most uh like 
she's just very entitled. She's entitled yeah. to people's time and space and everything. I do want to talk about Bryn and Abe and Aaron. So yeah. Abe totally laughed with Bryn. Bryn was absolutely mm-hmm. dis- like shitty and disrespectful, mm-hmm. sure. But Abe is laughing, and I think that nothing makes Aaron angrier to come after Bryn than the fact that Abe is laughing. Like, if Mm -hmm. Abe was like, yeah, it was kind of messed up, but, like, honestly, like, it's okay. Like, yeah, I was hurt, but, like, it's fine. You don't have to get into it. She would have been like, okay, fine. I'll deal with it quietly. But the fact that Abe is laughing only fuels Aaron's fire more to go and yell at Bryn Mm -hmm. because – She's gets angrier, physically angrier and angrier the more Abe laughs. And then Brynn mm-hmm. even points it out. She's like, maybe you should tell your husband to stop laughing with me if it's yeah. if he's so uncomfortable. Because yeah. the thing is, Abe wasn't uncomfortable. He right. was laughing along. He was joking yeah. with her. Right. And Aaron, also Brynn, you were flirting. Yeah. But you weren't flirting with the intention of, you know, getting with Abe. You were flirting yeah. because that's how you – talk that's how you behave with everybody you give her a chair she flirt she'll flirt with the chair that's how she is but that's a different matter she kept saying i'm not flirting if you say i'm flirting with a married man you do that all the time (laughs) so so, yes you do that just own it and say that's how i am that's who i am so don't bring your man around me then whatever right but also Abe, Ronnie from Watch What Crappens was like, Abe probably likes angry sex. So he gets <laughs> Aaron all mad. He keeps telling her stuff that would make her mad so that she could, they can have angry sex. That's probably it. That's 100% right. Also, like Aaron, when she's mad at people, she just like, she doesn't actually have any words for them. She just is like, oh, you're so weird. And I'm like, that's yeah. so Kelly Ben Simone. Like, can you yes. please expand your vocabulary? Because saying right. like, oh, it was just weird and it gave me the ick is like not enough for me to follow along with you like you're gonna need to be let's talk about your feelings Aaron you're a grown-ass woman like right let's point out oh my god Ben from Watch a Crap and it's Ben Mandelker he pointed out that Aaron is younger than Shishu (gasps) I know I couldn't believe it feels wrong all that all that yeah all that uh you know uptightness and all of her misery do make her look older than she should be yeah Ugh, she's the How worst. is she she's so young with all of the abuse that she has put her body through? <laughs> well, I think Working. she gets good work done. She gets yeah, good work maybe. done, Shishu. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else? I ha- think oh. Shishu will be young even at 70. I okay. think she'll just be this. We have to talk about thing. this because I don't care. I know that there were like two scenes with Bryn and first with Gideon, who I don't care about, and mm-hmm. her brother. I don't mm-hmm. I don't this sounds really fucked up. I don't care about watching a person in their early to mid thirties complain about their life slipping away from them. You're young. Yeah. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> Until your joints start to hurt, shut the fuck up. You okay? don't even know what's coming down the pike. You don't even know. I know no that every, every joint in my body is inflamed right now. Okay. And I'm researching how do I get this inflammation down? <laughs> I have cut I have cut carb, I've cut gluten, I've cut every damn thing in my life. I am practically starving and I'm still inflamed. <laughs> okay. Yesterday, I don't know how this happened. I pulled something in a place that I never thought I could, the back of my knee, and it's been hurting. Oh yeah. I, an, uh, that yeah, that will once in a while that tendon will go. Mm, I'm here. <laughs> just, I'm like I don't even know what to stretch to get it to not be in pain. 
What you do is Epsom salt and oh, just okay. dunk your body in Epsom salt. That's <sighs> that's the only thing because you cannot get to that spot. No, there's nothing yeah. you can do. It's like yeah. a it's like the little curve between your like squishy yeah. uh, vein things. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's deep inside. It's and there's deep nothing in you there. can do. Yeah. yeah, I'm like I don't even know what muscle that is. How did I? What did I pull? <laughs> it's not a muscle; it's a tendon. You just have to sit. You just have to dunk yourself in Epsom salt. I'm telling you, that's the only thing that works on every every muscle tendon ligament in my body. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, we have to talk about this because it is adjacent to New York, and this is our last topic. But we must talk about the fact that this you week, last like, week, I'm, this uh-huh. week. Lindsay and Carl Radke broke up. Oh. <laughs> I was so surprised. I'm shocked. I was blown away. I'm really rooting for them. I did. No. <laughs> no, I knew I what I was surprised of was the fact that it was Carl who uh, who blew that whole situation up. Yeah. I for sure thought it would be Lindsay cuz Lindsay would just get cold feet she would start having you know panic sweats and she would just you know blow this up but it was Carl and Carl like Carl, on camera what's going on yeah on camera so which means they're trying to do a scandal keep their jobs because what other job do they have they don't have anything like they could have done then. a wedding but now they're <laughs> going to do a re um engagement they're going to work through their issues they'll do a re-engagement in a marriage so that's like two seasons more so they're okay. like thinking long term excellent yeah honestly an investment they're doing what i did with that bag when i bought it from barcelona <laughs> Uh, but also at this point, I am not looking forward to watching Summer House somehow. I, I'm I'm done. Do you feel that? I feel like I'm done with Summer House. No, I was done and now I'm back on. Oh, okay. I am Re- not. It's am redemption done. time for Danielle. Yes, but also Danielle. Yeah, I don't know. I Danielle going with all of the other the sleep pogs. I, I don't know. I don't know. I cannot watch Paige in, in a bed again. I cannot. No, I know. Just the thought of it makes me want to throw up. But apparently. I'm done with both Summer House. I'm done with all of that. Summer House, Winter House, uh, tr- uh, Southern Charm. I'm done with all oh, of Oh, Southern Charm, Winter House. No, thanks. Winter House maybe only for Brian Benny, but we'll see how that goes. But oh, yeah. He's with Summer House. He's going to be a dork. And I he's going to be weird. I know. And he's not going to know what to do. He's going to be, be like Vivek Ramaswamy. You're yes. going to be like, why are you rapping to Eminem in 2023, yes. Brian? Stop it. Yes, yes. <laughs> Except Brian is nicer. Yeah, he is. Not um, a monster. I do but, think um, <laughs> yeah, Vivek is a monster. The, the only thing uh, good about Vivek Ramaswamy running is that now people know how to pronounce Ramaswamy. <laughs> yes. And Vivek. His name, everybody's pronouncing his entire name correctly. I know. Which is blowing my mind. I know. He's my people. He's my people too. So my mother is like extra disgusted. She's like, "So are you going to wait vote for him because he's Indian?" And I'm like, "Uh, "No, (laughs) that's not how it works." (laughs) Um, I will say this about Carl and Lindsay is that recently, in like the last few weeks, what they were showing was that Lindsay was actually buddies again with Danielle. She was at her bridal shower and Paige and. Amanda and Lindsay were making like TikToks together. 
So I'm like, did something happen there where like they suddenly were like buddies again and then Carl didn't like that and then Carl went off? Yeah. Yeah. I think he realized Lindsay is not the right person for him. And he's she's gonna drive him to drinking in a few few weeks after the wedding is done. I think the wedding planning and all of that got to him, and he's like, "Oh shit, no, this is too They're high." Two months away from the wedding, right? I think Wild. he didn't want to. I think once he he I think he regretted it the minute he asked her to marry her. I think that this summer house is gonna be summer plus ball house. Oh, also, oh, well, they can- just want the cameras to pick up again, like every other show. But they never – the cameras never went down for this one. They just yeah. stayed on, which is smart. No, I think I think what's going to happen – what these two – I think these two would actually be okay with each other after they got married. I think the whole marriage and wedding and all of that is what was going to stress them and kill them. So yeah. they should run off and get married in Vegas and then just show up as married already and not worry about anything else. That would be amazing. Also, do you think that it's time for Lindsay to finally transition to Roni? No, not anymore. I don't know oh. why. I, I, so I, there's also the rumor that Leah, Leah, sweet, uh, Leah Sweeney. Yeah. Oh, McSweeney. She's going to, she's going to join Roni. Yuck. Um, which I have a feeling that maybe because they're going to kick Aaron out. That's my. Oh, that's my prediction that Aaron is not going to come back because this is going to there's a lot of other shit with Aaron, with Trump and all of that, that I think uh, Bravo thinks is a bad look. So there may be that uh, there's just going to be some so much shit that Aaron because Aaron is the only one doing a lot of interviews, if you notice, and it's all positive, positive, positive. And she's getting on a lot of shows. And so I think she's trying desperately to hold on to her job. But I have a feeling that they Aaron is not going to be there, or they're going to slowly phase Aaron out, and they're going to bring mm-hmm. in Leah. Her being converted to Jew, you know, to Judaism, she'll be the Jewish person there, and oh. they'll they can slip Leah in and sort of, and Leah will sort of be a foil for Bryn too because they both have the similar kind of personality. So yeah. I would much rather watch Sonia Morgan and Bryn together, to be honest. Right? Bring Sonia back, and that's fine. Bring Sonia no. and Luann back. That's all we need. Yeah. yeah. Get rid of Aaron. Or yeah. keep Aaron. I don't care. Yeah. Aaron is good, because we need somebody to dislike and hate. And this yeah. is easy. Aaron is yeah. easy to dislike. And I want Aaron to be there against Luann, because Luann would be like, be cool. Don't be uncool to Aaron. <laughs> right. And I feel like that would be really, that would really kill Aaron's soul if Luann yeah. hated her. And you know, right. I think that that's good te- television. Right. I don't think yeah. they'll bring Sonia and Luann ever into this I mix. I don't they're, think they'll They're riding off into the crappy I think, lake. Yeah, I think this is a good, so far, I think I like everybody on there. I think Uba is coming with some fireworks coming through. She's like, okay, I missed two episodes. I need to bring something here. So Uba is going to bring some drama now. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Uh, but I have a feeling that Bravo is taking note that Bryn is not likable at all. Yeah. And, uh, not Bryn, sorry. Aaron is not likable at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. They're going to see where that goes. Um, yeah. So I, yeah. I'm 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 looking forward to seeing how that pans out. But yeah, summer house not interested. I heard um, so family karma is canceled. Canceled. I think so. Yeah, I think it's Did done. Did you done. see that? Um, um, uh, 
who are the two guys who got married? Oh, Amrit and Nicholas. Yeah, they they had. He posted about his parents-in-law. Yeah, that was nice. That was cute. People were like, "Oh, you guys have to come back." I think they sort of exhausted anything they could do. Yeah, I don't think Family Karma comes back because I don't think that uh, I would guarantee that mm-hmm. it is one because um, Anisha moved to Arizona and she's like touring all over the world now yeah. or country. Yeah. Um, and then uh, what's his name? It's all that you're left with is Amrit. And I don't think Monica wants to be on the show anymore because Monica is allegedly back with Rishi. And I don't think she wants her relationship on the show because she's going to look like an idiot. Mm-hmm. And I think that Rishma doesn't get along with any of the aunties. And she probably realizes that she looked like a dodo bird. So I yeah. think that that's probably all the reasons why the show doesn't come back. Right. Yeah. These Desi people, they don't want to do it. Like, they're yeah. not that thirsty to, like, yeah. get back on, you know? Yeah. It's not uh, It's not worth – it's not good paisa vasol. It's not, yeah, it's not. Worth the effort. The money you get and the pain you have to go through is not worth the effort. That's all. <laughs> exactly. That's all. The name yeah. of this episode is going to be Best of a Soul, and you're going to have to listen to why. <laughs> <laughs> you're saying that in the, during the episode, so they're not going to know. <laughs> They've already listened to it by the time they come to this point. But uh, did you? Okay, I have a, a breaking uh, news here. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Eddie Osefo just launched a brand of weed gum, weed called Happy Eddie. Honestly, brilliant. Right? <laughs> Good for him. And I think Tam- Tamara is, you know, going to be so kicking herself for not having thought of that because she has Eddie and a weed business. <laughs> Honestly, Happy Eddie is so funny because me and my cousins literally call edibles Eddie's or Eduardo's. Mm-hmm. We'll be like, oh, Edwards. We'll be like, yeah. oh, you want to take a little nibble of an Edward? It's so smart because Eddie it's is so re- smart. And it's, it's so such smart. a good name. Happy Eddie is such a good name for a weed brand. And you know, people are going to just, even if they don't know Eddie Osefo, that name in itself is going to get them because it's yes, edibles exactly. and it'll, if it is edibles and if it's happy, happy That's Eddie brilliant. is perfect. Perfect. Yeah, brilliant. Become an investor in his business there in Maryland. I okay. I Okay. <laughs> well, that's it for this episode. I'll be back tomorrow actually to talk to Tom Hamlet about the Real Hustles of Salt Lake City premiere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which that I'm really was something. excited to talk about. I, I have watched to watch it, it again because I felt like a lot happened and I didn't quite catch everything. So I have to rewatch it. I'm literally planning to watch it after I finish this episode that mm-hmm. I'm recording with you. Yeah, um, I what go festival? Back to it. Which festival is it? Today? Oh, today is Krishna Jayanti, which is the birthday of Lord Krishna. Oh, happy! So birthday. we have like we draw like little baby feet on the floor oh. to show that baby Krishna is coming home. Oh, and we make cute. a bunch of just just two days away from Beyonce's butter. birthday. Yeah, I know. <laughs> sure, <laughs> if only it could have been the same birthday. I know. <laughs> the, yeah. But also, yes. baby Krishna, a Virgo like me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs>